The Oak Harvest team wants to wish you a happy, safe, and blessed 4th of July weekend, as this video should be going to be published just in front of the holiday. Opportunity knocks, almost always when the markets are more uncertain than normal, and when market volatility is high, not low. Your highest returning investments will almost always come from those investments you make during economic slowdowns or recessions, not during economic boom times. Now that the S&P 500 has joined the NASDAQ and has officially entered bear market, should you raise cash? Or now that the asset manager positioning, which is contrary bullish, is beginning to flash a buy signal not seen since September of 2016 and 2011, should you marginally add to your investment holdings if you can? Is it time to dump technology stocks or would it be better to add some back? Take a look at the 20-year chart on the NASDAQ composite since the internet bubble bottom in 2002. The relative performance on the NASDAQ comp is now back to its 20-year trend line and the index has found support on its 50-month moving average for only the 10th time in 20 years. Are you gonna be a buyer or a seller of growth stocks and tech stocks down here? Think of your investment returns since the recession in 2008 and in 2009, or even since the COVID recession in early 2020, if you didn't panic back then and you didn't reallocate away from stocks at that time. If you didn't eject during those periods of elevated economic uncertainty. Think about how much better your incremental returns would have been if instead of withdrawing from the markets and trying to hide short term while the markets were already down, think if you had instead added marginally to your holdings. I'm Chris Paris with Oak Harvest Financial Group in Houston, Texas, and welcome to our team's weekly Stock Talk podcast. Before we get into this week's topic titled Opportunity Knocks, please take a moment to click on the subscribe button and click on the notification bell so you'll be alerted when our team uploads our latest content. For the first time in years, it's been a trying first half for investors invested in both the stock and bond markets. There has literally been no place to hide. The standard 60-40 portfolio has been a bust year to date. While our team had expected a rocky and down first half of 2022, and we laid out that case for the market's first correction in the first half of 2022 last November, we didn't foresee the magnitude of this current downturn coming in the first half. We had previously thought we'd get a reprieve in the second quarter before succumbing to a summer swoon in the third quarter, bringing us into a bull market buy in both price and time. Given what looks like a pulling forward of this swoon into the second quarter of this year, we wanted to provide some early signs of optimism titling this week's Opportunity Knocks Early. Virtually everyone I hear on TV had ratcheted down their expectations for stocks this year. That's understandable because the markets have declined, the economy has slowed, and inflation remains high. The bears, after being wrong for years and early for calling calamity in 2021, have now been on the right side of the markets for the first half of 2022. A few bearish strategists who called for S&P 500 4,000 in 2021 only to see the markets rise 20% higher than that, have now been beholden to lower their bottom forecasts to around 3,000-ish now that we've officially entered bear market. I guess the trend is your friend on the downside as much as it is on the upside for momentum investing. Our investment team never expected 2022 to be a year of buy the dips or V-bottom lows. We've expected it to be a year of dollar cost averaging. Now, we wanna present some charts and data that we see as leading signs to what could be a very normal and strong fourth quarter finish to 2022. First off, 
Almost every investor is aware that the Federal Reserve has been aggressively posturing interest rate increases since mid-fourth quarter of this year. In mid-June, to combat inflation, the Federal Reserve raised the Fed funds rate by 75 basis points for the first time since November of 1994. 1994 was also a midterm election with an incumbent Democratic president and a Democratic Congress. The midterms in 1994 marked what has been described as the Republican Revolution with the Democrats losing Congress just as the Federal Reserve tightened monetary policy to control inflation. Look here at the chart on the monthly S&P 500. In 1994, the markets dropped late in the first half and trended flat to slightly higher into the fourth quarter in a very normal midterm election pattern. See the circle? That's November 1994. The markets exploded higher late in 1994 as Washington, D.C. became gridlocked by the midterm election outcome at the same time the Federal Reserve moved aggressively to tame inflation. The stock market and economic expansion lasted another five years. Stocks gained over 50% from the first half of 1994 lows over the next two years. Here's some other data on presidential cycles and stock markets compiled by Merrill Lynch. On average, the S&P 500 has been up 81% of the time the second half midterm year through the first half of year three. I want to point out 1962, 1970, and 1982 as returns were very bad during the first half of those years, all down between minus 11 and minus 24%. But after that, the next 12-month returns ran from positive 27% to positive 53%. Additionally, I must point out that in both 1970 and 1982, we had inflation, as measured by the CPI, running 6 to 8.5%, much as we are right now. We were officially in recession both those years, and guess what? The markets subsequently rallied positive 33% and positive 37% off the summer lows into year-end. Don't believe everything you see on financial TV. Stocks can have very high returns, even in bad first half years. Here's some more data from LPL showing that historically, a bad first half doesn't always mean trouble for the S&P 500 the rest of the year. Several things we've previously discussed have led to market tops, troughs, and pivots have also started to look like they're turning up as leading indicators for the second half of this year. Lumber, as we've noted many times over the past four years, is almost always a better early indicator on the domestic economy than the often quoted Dr. Copper. Take a look at the weekly chart on lumber. Many on TV are now pointing to it as having dropped over 65% from the highs a year ago as a deflationary signal. Folks, in our work, they're too late to this observation. As we've discussed for the last four weeks, the entire commodity complex looked like it had peaked to our team and the individual components were headed lower in a normal pattern. Lumber was first, followed by steel, then copper, grains, and agricultural products were to be next, and many in the press finally picked up on that last week. Energy prices are usually the last as they're the most widely affected by broad global economic activity. Folks, however, in our work, lumber looks like it's nearing a bottom as it's first in and out. And even though housing demand looks to have peaked, I would recommend you go build that fence you've been putting off for a few years. Inflation, everyone I know is worried about higher prices and inflation. Yes, this is almost exactly two years after the same individuals worried about deflationary forces 
caused by the COVID lockdown. While we know many viewers and listeners follow the government economic data sets, we try to find real-time data series priced by the markets to follow. In that vein, the bond markets, pricing of inflation, also known as the five-year break-even inflation rate, peaked months ago at three and three quarters percent, and it's already dropped below two and three quarters percent. Lower commodity pricing will surely help the second half of 2022 and 2023 inflation numbers. Shorter-term inflation reading measures, like the two-year break-even, peaked at 5% back at the end of March, and it's already dropped one and a quarter percent. These charts look to be headed in the right direction of longer-term inflation rates in the two and a quarter to 3% range over the next 12 to 24 months. Yes, this is higher than the long-term Fed goal of 2%. However, if investors wait for the official inflation data to roll over, most likely you will be late and the markets will already have moved substantially higher off their lows. Finally, I'm gonna leave you with one last data series that has proven for years to be an excellent contrary market indicator. What is it? It's the City Economic Surprise Report, which tracks reported government data versus economic expectations. This series just broke below the minus 75 level for only the fifth time since 2008-2009 financial crisis. Each time we've reached this level previously, including the COVID recession in the first quarter of 2020, it was near the lows in both economic sentiment, activity, as well as stock market returns. Viewers, remember, over shorter timeframes, stocks tend to behave around a combination of sentiment, expectations, and momentum. Meaning in layman's terms, prices reflect, are things getting better or worse for a company? Toward extremes, both to the upside and downside, many investors, due to their enormous size, those who need to buy and sell millions of shares, have to start selling before they see a top in fundamentals, and they have to start buying before they see the reported low and how bad things are. They need a very long runway to establish meaningful positions for their funds. This is why stocks often peak when things are still looking rosy and perfectly clear, and why they trough when things are still looking cloudy uncertain. Our team at Oak Harvest knows that 2022 has been a trying time for those in both the equity and bond markets who are not trading oriented. Almost all financial markets, both stocks and bonds, have sustained higher volatility this year. This volatility is a harsh reminder to investors that stocks don't always go up. Remember, unlike insurance markets and those tools, there are no guarantees in public equity markets. We know these sharp market moves drive emotions and the urge to make changes to what are supposed to be long-term asset allocations. If the ongoing market volatility is making you feel uneasy, give us a call here and schedule a meeting with Oak Harvest Advisor. Our team does have insurance-based tools that don't have the volatility of public markets. However, we remind you that these investments will also have lower long-term expected returns for your savings and your retirement money. At Oak Harvest, we think our clients are best served by us helping them plan for their future needs instead of focusing on the past. The future in stock markets are always uncertain, and that is why our retirement planning teams plan for your retirement needs first and your greed second. Give us a call to speak to an advisor and let us help you craft a financial plan that meets your retirement goals. Call us here at 877-896-0040 and schedule an advisor consultation. The whole team here is here to help you on your financial journey into and through your retirement years. I'm Chris Paris, and from the whole team here at Oak Harvest, have a great 4th of July.
All content contained within Oak Harvest Podcast expresses the views of the speaker and is for informational purposes only. It is based on information believed to be reliable when created, but any cited data, indicators, statistics, or other sources are not guaranteed. The views and opinions expressed herein may change without notice. Strategies and ideas discussed may not be right for you, and nothing in this podcast should be considered as personalized investment, tax or legal advice, or an offer or solicitation to buy or sell securities. Indexes such as the S&P 500 are not available for direct investment, and your investment results may differ when compared to an index. Specific portfolio actions or strategies discussed will not apply to all client portfolios. Investing involves the risk of loss, and past performance is not indicative of future results.